listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. I'm accused of tending to the past as if I made it, as if I sculpted it with my own hands. I did not. This past was waiting for me when I came, a monstrous unnamed baby, and I, with my mother's itch, took it to breast and named it history. She is more human now, learning languages every day, remembering faces, names, and dates. When she is strong enough to travel on her own, beware, she will. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast, your host Rod and Karen. And we're in the house on uh Tuesday. Ready to do some podcasting, guys. Uh of course you can find this show on iTunes, Stitcher, Podomatic, just search the Blackout Tips. Leave us five star reviews. Appreciate everybody it takes the time out to do that. The official weapon of the show is the taser. And the unofficial sport is bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. Uh and today's podcast brought to you by listeners like you uh and it's also brought to you by tweaked audio tweaked audio.com that's t-w-e-a-k-e-d audio.com they are the makers of some fine earbuds okay headphones you know we're in a digital age guys you guys are using headphones for everything everything i play video games with my headphones in i do this podcast with headphones i go to the gym with headphones i sometimes i get in my car and i put headphones on okay rather than listen to the radio we're using it for all kinds of things all over the place some of y'all watch porn with headphones not saying no names it's a lot of it's a lot of people that use <laughs> headphones all kinds of stuff you ain't so, trying to call them out i ain't call i didn't say no names Karen. so all i'm saying is go to tweakedaudio.com and get yourself a nice pair of headphones that they fit into your ear they come with different levels of uh different types of prosthetics that go into your ear different uh shapes and sizes they got blue uh bluetooth joints they got like the go around your ear like studio headphones they got uh wireless joints they got everything all you gotta go is tweakedaudio.com and they're gonna hook you up if you put in code tbgwt you get 33 percent off your order plus free shipping and it comes with a lifetime warranty so tweakedaudio.com code tbgwt at checkout and you'll be hooked up all right mm-hmm. you know some of y'all listeners right now we're fading between the left one and the right one all right some of y'all can hold y'all head to the to this way too much or else you just lose all the sound <laughs> yeah, on one lose side short it you got a short there like we trying to help you out come so on just make sure you guys do that um all right let's get into the show i don't know what's going on in the world today i feel like so you know i don't today just felt like a, a day when nothing happened though i'm sure a lot of shit happened when i go look at these articles of course. i always feel like there's nothing to talk about then i'll start looking at articles like oh yeah that's right uh there's a new dating trend and it's even worse than ghosting i remember you talking to me about this yeah uh, apparently ghosting is when a prospective partner completely vanishes from your life after a series of dates people do this in all kinds of relationships friendships you know now that we have social media friendships it's a lot easier to just like ignore somebody unfollow them stop liking their stuff all that shit which is you know kind of a form of ghosting you know um but romantically people do this too like tinder you know all this stuff well now there's one called mosting oh so you the most mm-hmm mosting is when the prospective partner lays it on thick more or less convincing you that you're the one and then they ghost you 
okay so it's like they tell you how great you are you're the most beautiful bestest person in the world you're the smartest most brilliant i you know all the extras all pull out all the stops does this involve intimacy i mean it's dating so it could be okay but the point is they blindside you and cut you off completely that's when you get ghosted but it's after they've really put in this effort to after they've done the most mm -hmm. it's it's essentially a subcategory of ghosting said tracy moore the journalist who coined the phrase categories hmm? Uh, categories what are the other categories i mean i don't know i guess uh roasting that's when you make a lot of jokes about a person and then you ghost them right yeah Um, now i can see that happening for real uh posting that's when uh you uh take them into the paint back them down lay it up over them and then you ghost them i don't know it i don't know karen i'm not dating i'm just reading what the kids are writing about uh mosting is ghosting but where before you ghost you completely love bomb the person with praise compliments and faux perfect soulmate type stuff it's so over the top the ghosting is much more confusing and painful because this wasn't just a mad date that you could take or leave this person really made you feel like you had a rare connection in a sea of duds in I, they, they put a phrase to this and maybe i'm old people been doing this for a long time like this action like date somebody pretend like we're cool well that would be i don't know i feel like ghosting is the whole just pretend like we're cool thing like i think what they're saying with mosting is like you really lay it on thick with the person to the point of like i like oh i'm <clears throat> uh like this is a rare relationship i'm in love with you type shit and then and then you ghost them so basically they make you feel like you're in a relationship when you're not um i guess you could say that i think it just sounds like oh one side of relationship you the one think is a relationship but then they mind is not well they right but they give you all the stuff like you like it's like it's not just one-sided like it's mutual or okay or even worse like if one-sided but from their angle of like you i love you you're the best ever da 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 and then eventually they they just ghost you anyway yeah and and like i said maybe because the way my old brine ticked i'm going well it like i say this is relationships have always kind of been there but it's one of the things i think that the the quote-unquote mosting and ghosting actions have kind of always been there we just putting terms to it now mm-hmm. like i know you got the internet age but before the internet i could not return your phone calls i could you know not return your texts you know i could ignore you i could stop going to the place that we went to like it's it's things that you know people did in the past and people have fooled people like this all the time a lot of times people uh coming into your lives not not even relationships but you know friendships come into your lives get what they want and then they leave yeah i've seen people do this with friends too like it's i mean i think some people it's just like a a way of operating in life because one of the things that being over complimentary and telling everybody how great they are and how dope they are da, 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 is that one you get that back because Correct. people you know it's almost rude to take that type of compliment and then just sit there and look at the person like mm-hmm. so you know it's reciprocated to a certain extent your natural function is to be like well you're sweet too and you're great and i love your stuff and your work and blah 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 and then you have that reciprocal relationship and you try to build most people try to build a friendship off of that foundation but also um you know when people fall out or people uh you know stop talking or whatever 
you know normally it's like a gradual shift of ah oh, we used to talk we don't talk as much right and, it's just everybody just kind of fades right. and it's, it's no nothing harsh happened there were no right you know mean more relationship but otherwise nothing right. exchanged everybody just kind of floated their separate ways right, right? but with ghosting though you still have nothing harsh that happened or anything but then right. the people just stop talking to you period correct stop acknowledging your presence block you unfollow you mute you don't take your, your calls or your texts back that kind of shit so that's kind of the you know i think the difference between the ghosting like ghosting is kind of like um maybe they didn't lay it on that thick on you you know like oh we went on a date it was okay i don't know if they were feeling me or not oh they must not have been feeling me they're not texting me back they're not we're not talking no more yeah and most of is girl you you the finest woman in the world you the smartest person in the world i love you you're the greatest da, da, da. and then i just cut you off one day ah uh, okay because i like i said in my mind it's somewhat you know confusing because it could be one of those things where people would quote unquote consider it ghosting but you might be like oh i well i guess it would be ghosting for you to kind of form a relationship and go oh well we just don't mesh and so then you just kind of go your own way yeah that's kind of what the ghosting part is ah okay but the uh, the most seems to be people like pretending that it's not you know like pretending that this is the exact opposite like this is a once in a lifetime soul connection and then bam i don't really fuck with you ah okay and i, and I think for me because generally i am a excuse me a nice kind of hearted person and i do give compliments and all that stuff but for me it's i'm not trying to get over on you i'm not trying to uh surprise you or or anything like that it's whatever it is i'm telling you is the truth and i think because i'm like that and most people are assholes and most people you know are very cold and mean and cruel most people are mm-hmm. and so when you find somebody that's almost the opposite of that like i am everybody always thinks that something's wrong with me or that i'm trying to get over on them or i'm like no and a lot of times it ends up sometimes with a confrontation because i'm just being nice and they're coming at me in a negative manner then it causes me to get nasty with them going bitch i'm just trying to be nice to you why you get this attitude with me mm-hmm um i don't know if it's exactly that i feel like um honestly it's a way of making sure that people don't reject you up front by being extra nice to them but you overdo it and you can't keep up that lie forever correct and it seems like people just dip rather than to kind of like calm down gradually because you know i've had that you know i've had that with people that like they've heard the show a couple times or something and they'll start telling me i'm the greatest smartest best person ever and shit and then that's part of my personality is like okay let me calm the fuck down because i don't know like they haven't even disagreed with me yet you know what happens the day you listen to the show and you don't like what i just said right now i'm not the worst person ever you know like it's kind of that manic like you're so you're so high on me when the day that you decide to come down on me i'm gonna be the worst person in the world because you're approaching me like i'm the best person in the world you know it's like when people used to uh tell me right you're an activist the things you talk about da 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 and i'm like no the fuck i'm not don't call me that you know i'm not angry at you or anything but i know what i am you know and i know you see it as a compliment to tell me that i'm that but i'm telling you it's not really a compliment i'm staying in my lane because then when some shit happens and i don't react the proper way i don't want you to turn around and be like i thought you were an activist you really didn't do blank you know what i'm saying like nope i stay in my lane i got these jokes i have this commentary but 
i'm not in these streets you know it's, it's like and i recognize that and i recognize that the people that are in the streets are different you know so it's that kind of thing where um but but to them they're complimenting you and i've seen people kind of like pull up with that energy where it's like we're gonna be best friends because i think you're the greatest person ever and you never do anything wrong and i agree with all your opinions and da 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 da. and i'm like yeah but you know let like i don't really have much of a problem with getting mosted or ghosted because for the most part i keep people at arm's length and you kind of draw people in so right. you're a little bit different than me right and and i think uh when you, we just going by definition like i like i said i've because of my personality and how i am my experiences have been somewhat different you know the older i get because when i was younger i used to force relationships people a lot of you know a lot of people who don't have this personality don't understand but i know a lot of people do i used to force relationships i used to be the one that was like hey i want to be your friend you seem nice you seem cool let's be friends you know and what i had to learn is that friendships take time time will always tell the truth about everybody and so the older i get the less conscious the less likely i am to do those things i've learned how to let relationships take their course and i've learned that relationships are two-sided you know if i'm the only one putting in baby this ain't no relationship and i'm i will be the one to uh in the relationship as far as like the ghosting or mostly whatever i will cut it off because i'm like oh you just don't have time for me which is fine or either our personalities don't click which is fine and i will leave like Mm -hmm. you don't have to be the one to leave i'll leave yeah i think ghosting is like self-protection for a lot of people correct you know but that's why i think it's important to distinguish the difference between because you said you were confused to me there's a difference between that most and shit and that ghosting shit though most in this sounds like some psychopathic shit like some sociopath shit like almost like to another level yeah Yeah. like i don't i don't even approach people with that type of energy even if i fucking love you like you're like oh my god i stand for you you are the greatest i'm not gonna approach you with uh, let me throw you on this pedestal so one day i can throw you off of it right you know let me make it so that you can't judge me and dislike me or or tell me to slow down and casually get to know me because i'm so positive you don't have a choice but to like me because then it is because that does seem weird when that person like cuts you off or when y'all have a your first conflict because like i said most people are not friends till you tell somebody no right I, I don't know if i'm your friend or not if we've only had conversations where everything was yes we're not really friends yet it's only friends when one of us is like nah i don't want to do that if your reaction is you know whatever after that then it's like oh okay that's not a real relationship you know right. but i you know i think a lot of people i'd actually say in my lifetime the people i've met most people gravitate the other way they count all this shit as friendship like i met this person we went here we did this thing we had fun and i'm like not not yet not really you know what i mean it's the days where you're like man i ain't i'm not up for this right now or i don't i just don't want to do that or i you know i have a different idea it's those days when you find out like is this my friend or is it not and i think you know in the internet age people are so much more dispensable yes they are so and 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 it works both ways right mm-hmm. we're in so much more contact than normal because we, we hyper we speed up the contact now you can direct message me you can text me you can call you call me you can facetime me you can you know we tweeting each other we facebooking each other and you go oh that's my friend but then the same by the same token the second y'all fall out boom you they gone right 
that's not then you weren't friends you never were friends correct and like i said it's one of the things and 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 too when you're younger for a lot of people they're more open to being open to relationship and friendships when people get older they're like nigga i done been through some shit i i Mm. got my core group of friends and you're gonna have to work very fucking hard to get into this circle because these are people i know i can trust these are people i know i can stand by these are people that i know will stand by me these are people that i know i can tell them anything and it stays between us these things are confidential you know little things like that and i and i don't know um about uh because those are what i define as friendship because the older i get i realize my definition of friendship is very different than a lot of people's definition of friendship my definition of friendship it 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 it, it runs deep and that's why everybody's not my friend like and the thing is is one of those things where when it comes to friendship it's a two-way street it's not you constantly pulling out of me i need to be able to and vice versa we need to be able right. to talk to each other i need to be able to tell you you wrong you need to be able to tell me i'm wrong you you need to be able to hear correction i need to be able to hear correction you know because if you my friend you're gonna be like hey dog you was out of pocket or what you did was fucked up right. or this is how i feel about that and we should be able to have a conversation and talk about it if we can't do that we're not friends yeah i've had uh one of the things i think think is interesting too is um like i said because we can get rid of each other so easily we're so disposable you uh, people are also a lot like replaceable to a lot of people so you watch the patterns you know like there's people that they constantly got a new crop of friends every couple of years what happened to them old friends you know like i said i i've for years if i meet somebody that can't keep friends i immediately look at them with the side eye yeah i don't want to be next on the summer jam screen you can't keep friends something's wrong with you go get a therapist go talk to somebody it's like that's a personal problem and and i see i always watch how people do other people because it's like that's gonna be you so if you if i watch how you flip on people that you was lovey-dovey with now i'm like so which that when's when i'm when is my turn right you know what i mean like now i have to keep you at arm's length because i don't know when that when 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 i'm gonna be the person that you're subtweeting or fucking sub posting or whatever you know what i mean i don't want i don't want to be that person that's getting crazy text messages or uh some wild shit but i've seen you do it to other people you know i think the other thing too is with the internet culture we have a lot of people that are looking at folks like reality tv shows correct so it's like people egg you on and we can all find people in our corner like there's like i don't get too attached to people because for to the most part people will support what entertains them more so than what is best for you correct so like it's in, it's entertaining to watch two friends fall out and drag each other and talk shit about each other and blah it's really entertaining to third parties but they don't care about you because if they cared about you they'd be like how are you doing what you know like what can i do to help what is going on in your life what is you know like what like what's the real problem here but most people just egg on the fights so you have to be careful those people because once again they're not your friends correct and also i think for me but that is you have to know yourself when it comes to friendships and relationships and how you function and things like that and if you're similar to me i have a tendency to if i call you my friend it's deeper than a surface level friendship you know it's 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 like when i when you're my friend it runs deep 
and because i know that i want a deep connection with my friend i don't want a surface level friendship i know that i can't be friends with everybody so when people come and they want to have a surface level friendship that's hard for me we could be cool we can be acquaintances but as far as friendships that will never happen well that's also the other angle of this is because of how people are set up i think that's why people do this most and shit it knocks down a lot of your defenses correct if the first thing you hear from me is me telling you how brilliant and smart and talented and important you are it it, it like puts a, a fast forward button on our friendship because i'm like right. oh well you must really like me and i think you know in this case taking it back to the even though this article is not just about romantic but taking it to the romantic front there's a lot of men that do this under pursuit of sex correct and you don't even have to do this to have sex with somebody mm-hmm. but there's a lot of men that have been taught and told our whole lives that the way you get into woman, you got to compliment her get her flowers do this they never say you need to act like actually care about her actually listen to her give a fuck you know like we never say that we always tell them how to pretend to give a fuck these are the illusions of giving a fuck open that door for uh you know uh pay for the meal uh do this and that's why you have a lot of men being very entitled to like i can't believe the bitch ain't giving no pussy well i i mean you bought her a meal you didn't fucking buy her a house what the fuck like it's not a sex it's not this isn't sex work this is a date right but, right but the point is you have this mosting shit where dudes are like let me tell her i'm you know hey I, I really feel blank 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 about you i really just that like over the top to the point where the woman's like wow this dude just head over heels for me so fast and then obviously it's all fake if you can just cut somebody off yeah and the biggest thing with it it takes time and i know some people actually put time into it with the most thing it sounds like it's something that time is invested like some form of time is invested a lot of times this is a cutoff and i think for me you know being particularly when i was younger uh people used to approach me and they would say these things to me to get what they wanted out of me and i know for me i went through a lot of hurt and pain because of that so for me when i have a tendency uh i've kind of dropped not as bad but i'm starting to get back to the point where when you start compliment i'm i'm flags are going to start going up you know because i'm like hey, hey, hey what do you want you know why are you here you know what 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 is your purpose are you here because you actually want to get to know me or are you here because you're trying to get something out of me like like you know but particularly with the when we do the podcast as we do things as we um grow and and more people uh, see us and things like that those are the things that begin to come up and that's real and, and that's something that i've kind of learned you know over time and it's, it's the thing is i still want to still be a kind and sweet person i don't want to turn cold yeah I, yeah it's a balance it's a balancing act and especially doing what we do for a living it's definitely a balance it's even more so correct you never know what people want uh let's see what else is in the news oh this new bumpy food label tells you when your milk is gone bad bumpy label bumpy food label if a gallon of milk is marked to go bad on a certain day how do we know that info is accurate the milk inside is working on its own timetable and it isn't literally linked to an expiration date in any way no a new style of scientifically designed used by labels uh scheduled to begin testing in the united kingdom is hoping to solve this issue and it provides results you can literally feel the london-based food tech company mimica um it has teamed up with dairy giant 
arla to trial a new type of bumpy food labels called mimica touch uh the company uh is described by the startup as a biology biologically accurate food expiry uh indicator calibrated to experience decay at the same rate as the food the label contains a gel that breaks down based on the changes in the food and the outside temperature as the shelf life of the product goes down the bumps on the label go up as a result even though products are still given the best before date customers can tell the items true expiration date okay okay like 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 this uh i like this um and this is better than a nose test because most of the time particularly with milk you can smell when it starts turning Mm-hmm. regardless of what the hell that expiration date is you got you know use your nose but i can kind of um tell because the, and i guess i have a lot of questions about this it, i would need to be tested because all of a sudden i got gel going in my milk like hey dog like uh is this gonna kill me what are the side effects of this i don't think the gel goes directly into the milk i don't think that's how it works what is the gel doing then um apparently they're saying that the gel uses the outside temperature to biodegrade on its own at the same timetable that the milk would okay so it's on the outside not the inside right okay i'm with the now yeah it's on the label so under the label so it starts to get bumpy as the milk gets more rotten i guess ah um at any rate that's uh that's a cool idea mean technology yeah. and somebody bought up a good thing like bread too bread is also one of those things too mm-hmm. because you know you like we got a, a loaf of bread you be like oh yeah and then you look and it's molded and you're like what the fuck snapchat got in some hot water last week and they have apologized uh-oh they made an insensitive ad that made fun of rihanna's 2009 domestic violence incident who thought that was smart well rihanna said something about snapchat being over i believe and snapchat had this ad as well so and snapchat lost a lot of money when she uh like a lot of accounts did delete because of that oh they oh they fail to realize uh rihanna got power the 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 uh the navy ain't no joke yeah they tried to put out a um uh quote-unquote joke uh, about the domestic violence incident with chris brown who thought like i said that's not funny uh they put out a statement apologizing later the advertising is disgusting and never should have appeared on our service we're so sorry we made the terrible mistake of allowing it through our review process we're investigating how that happened so that we can make sure it never happens again snapchat told the hollywood reporter in a statement the ad has been since pulled but uh but its audience and of course rihanna's navy still aren't here for their apology as rihanna coined it Mm-mm. snapchat claims the mobile video game ad which supposedly wasn't directly connected to the social media platform has been blocked from the site as it failed to follow the app's advertising policies y'all forget it was like pictures of different celebrities and one of them was like chris brown um is and one of them was rihanna and it says some shit like uh can you beat this person or some just some stupid shit like that like why would you do that um i know a lot of accounts got deleted you know because like i said i'm old so i don't understand snapchat i know it has a purpose but the shit is fucking confusing yeah um yeah i wasn't really a, a snapchat person anyway uh and rihanna did not accept their apology Mm-mm. which i don't blame her Mm-mm. it shouldn't have went through in the first place who approved it right 
um and like i said i'm not 100 percent sure the timeline like punch chris brown or slap rihanna yeah that's what it was um it was like you know celebrities you hate or whatever or some shit like that and it's like what 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 who would think this oh, is okay one of them would you rather things yeah um like yeah, yeah it said rihanna yes yeah, it, it said slap rihanna or punch chris brown um and in a message posted to her instagram on thursday she said now snapchat i know you already know you ain't my fave app out there but i'm just trying to figure out what the point was with this mess come on i'd love to call it ignorance but i know you ain't that dumb you spent money to animate something that would intentionally bring shame to dv victims and made a joke of it she added this isn't about my personal feelings because i don't have much of them but all the women children and men that have been victims of dv in the past Come especially on. the ones who haven't made it out yet you let us down shame on you throw the whole appology away so yeah stupid man uh rihanna continue to do her thing though she's she cost them money yep that's why they apologizing yeah they were saying they lost thousands thousands of people just quit at one time tiffany had to say somebody bit beyonce on the face at a party oh shit mm-hmm she said it was an actress that got a little too uh a little too close to the beat mm-hmm. somebody fucked up like like take her out uh nobody fucked her up i think tiffany had to say she wanted to but she didn't i know she did uh it's becoming known as the bite heard around the world multiple sources have confirmed to tmz on tuesday morning that tiffany haddish has claimed sanai latham is in fact the infamous beyonce biter even after denying the allegations on twitter mm. oh my goodness if it's sanai oh because i thought it was a white woman i thought it was a white woman too black twitter was trying to solve it but it was it was a lot of a lot of misinformation circling around twitter i heard it was a white woman and then i heard lena dunham and um gwyneth paltrow at the party so i was sure it was one of them julius must have been using this pto time yeah you know one of the things i gotta say though man and it just didn't come up enough tiffany haddish is bad as shit it's amazing she's 38 she fine as fuck ain't she beautiful uh <laughs> like she's funny and will roast your ass too but everybody always talk about oh she shouldn't be saying this stuff in interviews she be acting like this she's also bad as shit and i love that she knows it and she put it in her jokes too it's so good uh anyway tiffany haddish 38 revealed the accident happened at uh, after jay-z's los angeles performance in december only for twitter to blow up in a frenzy after the remarks were made public in the april edition of gq magazine Sources told TMZ it was not an aggressive bite. It was playful, non-invasive, but still caught Beyonce off guard. Of course it did. Fans reportedly found a guest list from the event and concluded that it could have been... They found a guest list! Right? Of course they did. Um, how how did they find the guest list? I'll never know. The Beehive. Right. Uh, between, the, between the Beehive and the Black Twitter CSI, they, they gained up. Like, and, I, and some people are members of both groups right all that nda shit that signed and all that and them motherfuckers still managed to find a motherfucking guest list somehow <sighs> even to like, the, what happened even to the extent that they found it come on that's already a miracle the cia don't have that guest list come on So 
so people found a guest list i know that's one group you got to do the other group what group the uh, beehive oh oh yeah okay hold on because i was not prepared for it yeah like like somebody said it was a cw crossover (laughs) (laughs) sorry i was not prepared to play that out to be dutch um sound clip that takes a lot longer collaboration uh it takes longer to find it there was like our universes will collide today mm-hmm. um but yeah it was uh i mean it makes sense to me that they were able to find it yeah uh, it's called i can't remember so both groups don't don't be shocked right they're just sitting up there like oh i got a card on both of these teams mm-hmm yeah, like somebody said, they was out. They was out there like, like Infinity War. There were so many people you couldn't fit them all in the poster. <laughs> like, what happened? We got to go find out what happened. Yep, guess they found the list. It was uh, the best man actress in nine forty six commented with bumblebee emojis on uh, Lathan social media. Uh, so now, uh broke her silence on Monday night, tweeting, "Y'all are funny." Under no circumstances did I bite Beyonce. And if I did, it would have been a love bite. That if I did kind of sound guilty to me. I mean, if I did bite her, it was a good bite. Don't y'all come after me, okay? Y'all gotta let me live. Tiffany had sparked the Twitter frenzy this week after a revelation that a mystery actress bit Beyonce on the face of the party, and Beyonce, notoriously dedicated Beehive, have been have been quick to place blame, prompting love and basketball actress Sanaa Latham and model Sarah Foster, ex stepsister of Bella uh, and Gigi Hadid, to deny rumors that they are the culprits. Damn, everybody was denying shit. Wouldn't you? This shit turned into Clue i ain't do it and the maid didn't do it the butler didn't do it. who did it um <laughs> <laughs> turn to it turn turn to a full game like you said full game of clue who 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 a clue one of them one of them games it got out of control i wasn't even at the party and uh the kit kat uh account on twitter uh said they was wondering where i was at <laughs> they got jokes they are very petty they they said hashtag never forget the declaration of love for beyonce only prompted still suspicious fans to, re- to i hope you had a good alibi mm-hmm. the declaration of love for beyonce only prompted still suspicious fans to respond with a string of hilarious memes including oj simpson gifts for those who took uh note of sanaz if i did it line uh model and 90210 actress sarah foster also denied she played any part in the incident on instagram writing flattering that anyone thinks i could get this close to beyonce alongside a screenshot of an email she had received from a journalist come on everybody was dropping that shit like a hot potato with me Tiffany deliberately didn't name the woman who bit Beyonce and the Beehive immediately began debating her identity. Christy Teigen was one of the first tweeting, I cannot leave this planet without knowing who bit Beyonce in the face. She then followed this up with, I can only think of one person who would do this, but I cannot say, but she is the worst. (laughs) Gotta be Lena Dunham it's the worst however after finding out who the actress with the vampire like tendencies actually was chrissy expressed her shock my initial guess was wrong the real person i never would have guessed i've said too much 
but while chrissy uh, while chrissy wasn't able to name the alleged biter twitter wasn't so reticent with fans all jumping to name the actress that they thought would be to blame i know them gets all over the place mm-hmm um the debate was started when tiffany opened up uh to gq man they're getting some good interviews lately come on about the memorable december party saying that the actress appeared high on drugs tiffany explained there was this actress that was just like doing the mostest she bit beyonce in the face as as might be imagined beyonce wasn't happy about this continued tiffany so beyonce stormed away went up to jay-z and was like jay come here this bitch and snapped and snatched him uh they went to the back of the room i was like what just happened beyonce friend walked up and was like can you believe this bitch just bit bit beyonce beyond uh tiffany says that the mystery actress then crossed her path telling her to stop dancing tiffany then approached beyonce who she had met for the first time that evening the irreplaceable the irrepressible 38 year old said uh she told her i'm going to beat somebody's ass at your party i just want you to let you know that beyonce <laughs> beyonce told her not to and said the act of the actress that bitch is on drugs she's not even drunk that bitch is on drugs she's not like that all the time just chill the interview up- updates T- tiffany's previous description of the meeting with the superstar in which she went into less detail in it tiffany said she had witnessed the singer act possessively when the unidentified actress placed her hand on jay-z's chest damn so now i was doing the most like that in response to uh allegedly in response on dj Khaled's recent song top off queen b uh to called out tiffany saying her name and rapping if they trying to party with the queen they gonna have to sign a non-disclosure but the girl strip star doesn't seem to be too worried that she has burned a friendship bridge with her idol everything she said rang so real to me she said in a tweet after the song was released just know i will sign an nda any day for beyonce but i also know this this i will fight for beyonce i love that woman she is a gift from god so there you guys go the mystery i'm i'm hoping it's solved i don't know um, we will see we'll find out if more information comes out i'm sure we'll, we will get it, updates it, it'll be on her next album all right let's move on to the next section you know it's just like you gotta sign an nda just to party with me well yeah my presence is a presence i mean i think we all knew you know before that i mean she our nda game is tight she drops entire albums that feature really famous talented people that and share it, a lot of shit and nobody, and nobody says anything to the fucking albums out and not once has it slipped like we still try to figure she must out be taking like your first child we still try to figure out if she's dropping an album by context clues like that's i know I th- she, I she saw it with that, that laptop right that laptop you know like we still she doing to, something right we still trying to figure it out that way so yeah you never know man um but uh you know i don't i don't fuck with beyonce's uh nda game there's no way you, anyone can fuck with it that shit is the big joker and if she fucking tells you not to talk about it uh ain't gonna be no talking about it ain't no talking about it so i guess she ain't make nobody sign the nda at the last party but tiffany done done got it sold up for everybody um let's see what else happened oh female homicide rate has dropped uh after craigslist launched its erotic services platform a new study reveals you don't say so essentially 
it seemed like common sense to me but um apparently sir uh the online platforms for erotic services actually make the sex working jobs safer in our country right now there's a moralistic argument about should people even do sex work there's a moralistic uh, argument about should people uh consume sex work da 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 uh i don't have i don't really get into that quandary because the the truth is people are going to do it no matter what come on and just much, do it safe much like alcohol prohibition of this shit is not proven to work Mm-mm. so we have to go the other way with it i think it should be legalized i think it should be monitored i mm-hmm. think it should be regulated um for the safety of everybody involved right people it is a great way of taxes you know like if you want to keep it real it's going to continue to happen so is this isn't a matter this is a matter of take you know take your moral objections to it and let's come up with a real solution it's funny when i see people that are uh, that understand like well we need reasonable gun control but don't understand this discussion it's the same thing it's much more dangerous to have people unregulated doing sex work much more dangerous for everybody involved you know and something as simple as because keep in mind craigslist isn't regulation like they have no law enforcement angle to it they have no uh there's no money attached to the way they regulate things you don't pay for a certain service and there's a middle uh service or something between how you get paid any of that stuff you know craigslist is just straight up like "Mm -mm." you know um so it's kind of interesting to see um just the presence of a so of a um of a online platform made the job safer just the presence of it and we're not talking safe isn't just safe sex or anything talking about death right because this is homicides right because truth be told a lot of those people that are like that you don't give a fuck about these women dying that's what that boy just tell the truth a lot of times people try to put on a moral standpoint but you just don't care right um so it's just it was just interesting um to see um law enforcement hope that closing the site will reduce trafficking it's i it's it's honestly it's it's honestly just such um illogical reasoning the way that we approach this well if we don't give prostitutes and johns a place that they can um use online then that'll then they'll just stop having sex with prostitutes no they won't they were having sex with prostitutes before there was a website come on the pimps were being pimps and hoes was being hoes for a long time dog right none of this is new it's all it's all and then it just makes people like blame shit and honestly when you're doing shit online a lot of times you don't need a pimp right you know that's one of the like reasons that people do it but the the entire point of a pimp is supposedly i'm gonna take care of you keep these dudes make these johns treat you right do this that and the and other they abuse a lot of right women. but right it's just a system for them for them to be abused if there was like a regulation to it because it's going to happen anyway i feel like we'd be better off than the, the you know what this is this is the abstinence argument right well we don't tell the kids about safe sex in school then they they won't have sex at all well you're wrong people will continue to have sex and it won't be safe yeah, and so you can either educate people provide platforms for people to to uh you know to to have to be safer or you cannot and if you don't you still end up with people being unsafe and still fucking that and also i think 
in my opinion, is one of those things where people would rather just not have it in their face. Like, actually, a lot of these people arguing, you don't give a fuck about these people fucking. But it ain't even in your face. They, like, they, they don't care for the fact that they know it's the problem. And that's the thing. But oh, that, I know it's the problem. Right, but here's the thing. Craigslist is gone. with the, There's no sex stuff on Craigslist. Are people still not fucking? Right. Is it not in your face when a woman is killed? When the homicide rate goes up, is that not in your face? That counts as in your face to me. More in my face than having to go to the fucking back page uh website and look up on that's the only way you would know about this shit i never go on there i never have to look i never go on craigslist i never have to look right but you're choosing to do that right we don't care but you have a lot of people that they feel like they're moral line to be everybody's moral line and that's ridiculous and they're not right no they're not you know that's the problem i I wouldn't mind if it was just like well we disagree but no you're actually more people die when you get your way you're fucking wrong anyway law enforcement hoped that closing the site would reduce traffic but it didn't help monroe she when she told her pimp sf red book was gone uh he shrugged then he told her that she would just have to work outdoors from then on when they closed down red book they pushed me to the street uh she told think progress we had a set limit we had to make a day which was more people cheaper days and if you didn't bring that home it was ugly uh monroe who asked that her last name be withheld for privacy reasons had been working through red book and hotel rooms almost without incident but working outdoors is much less safe i got raped and robbed a couple times you're in people's cars which means nobody can hear you if you get robbed or beaten up right yeah and see that's the other thing this is still a stopgap having craigslist and red uh um uh what was this called the red book and uh all this stuff that's still that's a back page that's still a stopgap as opposed to like bring this in i think people should approach it the same way they approach marijuana mm-hmm. bring it in legalize it regulate, regulate it, it tax it the word about handle it that way right it could be monitored you know because you know if i had my way that's what you would have you would have like homes that these women lived in and you people could go to the homes yeah and you ain't gotta go if you don't want to go right like like it's not like uh like prostitutes still exist today you just don't go to them if you don't go like this you you drive by that part of town every time you drive by you don't even think about that shit because it's not something you do but there's people that still do that shit you know and then and it's a seedy dangerous transaction that doesn't really need to be right when it's consenting adults like we and they try to throw stuff like well what about sex trafficking or child children that wouldn't be legal it actually would be easier to regulate if you knew you had legal sex work here and this other shit was oh wait a minute this is some off the book shit everybody going to jail what the fuck is this everybody why you know how old is this person there's no like right now if you go to pick up some prostitute on some street she ain't pulling out a license there's no you you, none of that shit no one's taking for stds and all this type of shit as opposed to if you go to some brothel like in Las in the vet in the Nevada, it's complete Reno, Nevada or something. That's it's completely different. So right. it's sad that people have gotten so counterfactual with this shit because, like I said, it's literally costing people's lives, and we're just now getting to the point where we can study it. Right, which is something all in itself. Like you said, these things have always been around. Like I said, if I had my way, yes, you would be regulated. You would be the women would be tested frequently 
uh you will be required to wear condoms you know things like that that will fucking matter for the protection of everybody you know things would be uh uh some form of uh you would have security and things like that like for the protection of the women but that's the thing our society as a whole don't give a fuck about women or victims uh despite all the law and that's you know and that's not women aren't the only people that are doing sex work no but you know it it is considered a woman type profession quote-unquote yes and the thing is uh when you do these things uh if i had my way it would be all people regardless of gender or identity could do this because you have a lot of trans people who end up falling into sex work and they could do this and do this safely right um so despite all law enforcement research expended empirical research on the dangers and benefits of erotic services ads has been sparse but a new study provides strong evidence that when law enforcement closes down sites like craigslist or red book women die the september 2017 study authored by the west virginia university and baylor university economics and information systems experts analyzes rates of female homicides in various cities before and after craigslist opened an erotic services section on its website the authors found a shocking 17 percent decrease in homicides of female victims after craigslist erotic services were introduced the data does not provide a single clear explanation as to why female homicide rates drop so steeply scott cunningham one of the paper's authors uh told think progress uh it's possible for example that when craigslist opens erotic service ads some women in abusive domestic situations decide to become sex workers move out and so escape violent homicide at the hands of their spouses or boyfriends Mm. the most likely explanation though cunningham said is that sex workers simply make up a huge percentage of female homicide victims when sex workers are safer female homicide rates drop significantly cunningham and the papers other authors gregory d'angelo and john tripp analyze online escort review sites in order to try to document the movement of sex workers to indoor locations they found that after craigslist introduced erotic services page uh pages client reviewers mentioned lower prices and lower satisfaction a sign that lower price street workers were moving indoors and receiving reviews for the first time oh okay so people were i guess reviewing the sex workers and shit and they were like well it didn't cost as much and uh the sex wasn't as good da 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 well that's also because those women used to be priced out of the game and they'd be on the street but now they had this service it's like well now you meet me at this hotel room um once right so you do anything people can hear because the johns are gonna go where the women are yes they are you know once sex workers move indoors they're much safer for a number of reasons when you're indoors you can screen your clients more efficiently when you're soliciting a client on the street there's no real screening opportunity Mm -hmm. the sex worker just has to make a split decision um she relies on a split second decision i'm sorry she relies on a very limited and uh incomplete information about the client's identity and purposes whereas when the sex worker solicits indoors through digital means she has google she has lots of correspondence she can ask a lot of questions if not it's not perfect screening but it's better correct and this is like i said still the stop gap because if you go to like a brothel in nevada in, in uh nevada or something or las vegas um you're pulling out your uh credit card you're pulling out your identity your id they know who you are yeah like you're not just walking up in there you know so uh it's just it's just interesting uh but you'll still have people that you know are against this um all right let's see what else we got here let's do some other stuff how about uh wait let me check 
why can't i find oh there we go uh all right let's see let's do um this Pakistan's uh, first ever trans TV reporter represents real progress in a typically transphobic nation. Come on through. I don't even know if America has an openly trans TV reporter. Not openly. That I know of. Mm-mm, not to say they don't exist, but they're not open. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if we do have a person. Um, yeah, a TV station in Pakistan just hired its first ever transgender reporter, a 21-year-old former model named Marvia Malik uh as the first pakistani uh trans reporter on television malik represents an important step forward for trans visibility in a country that remains plagued by anti-trans discrimination and violence despite its many pro-trans policies a former journalism graduate malik anchored her first news programming program on friday night after three months of broadcast training she says she hopes her tv appearances will help reduce transphobia in her country my family knows i've modeled and they know that i work as a newscaster it's the age of social media there's nothing like my family doesn't know but they have still disowned me for being trans mm. malik said she was thrown out by her family in the 10th grade she studied cosmetology and immediately afterwards began working at a beauty salon she eventually earned her bachelor's degree in mass communication from punjab university and was, wants a journalism master's degree uh, except for becoming a beauty model marvia malik says her story is really no different from that of pakistan's many hijras south asian transgender individuals recognized as the third gender last year pakistan counted 10,418 trans people in this national census though local trans people estimate the number is likely 100 times higher yeah it's interesting because uh in america we don't have that on the census Mm-mm-mm. and those are the people that would willingly to say right. yes most people was like i don't want these problems and they had a place where you could take the census correct because you gotta have a home right address 
nevertheless these trans individuals still face widespread familial rejection workplace discrimination and public violence despite trans people in pakistan officially having more rights than trans people in the united states as a result hijras often live in the margins of society working as beggars dancers or sex workers and yet in 2009 the pakistani supreme court ruled that trans people could get a third gender listed on their passports and ids if they wanted and just this month the country's senate unanimously approved a bill protecting trans rights that if approved by the house would no longer require trans people to have their gender confirmed by a medical examiner pakistan's pakistan's true community uh, i mean trans community have organized to help pass the bill in hopes that it will improve their lot in a conservative muslim society that's some that's some decent news news. that's some decent news um okay now back to our normally scheduled program (coughs) a dying man was told that he was too gay to donate his heart valves oh what did that got to do with anything um, I yep. mean, what are we gonna connect them, and all of a sudden, uh, a rainbow's gonna my blood gonna turn into rainbows? It's gonna turn into glitter. I mean, what is happening here? You gonna hook it up, and I'm gonna wake up, and next thing you know, I'm gonna be single Sylvester. I don't understand. I don't give a fuck if you save my life. Come on, heartstrings. Yeah, like is this the next horror movie or something? Um, the next comedy? Somebody gets a heart transplant from a gay man, they wake up and they're gay. Is that the new? Apparently, somebody, that somebody working on the movie about it is that scientifically based is that found that's some but sound I, evidence i don't know I, I i woke up and i just felt like wearing booty shorts right with chaps i i i cannot exp- i just felt like roller skating everywhere in a split i don't know what's happening here guys he's coming to he's coming to he's waking up uh it's time to go see your father after the heart surgery okay daddy how you feel <laughs> I think something's wrong with my dad. I, I know, I know. He, uh, he'll do like Peter. He walked out. I'm gay. Uh, Corey Etevano was kept on life support for four days after the car crash that ultimately killed him. He was a healthy 24 year old man, and though he was on his deathbed, his partner of two years and his mother both agreed that his loss should at least save someone else's life. Right. But when they tried to donate his heart valves and corneas. They were refused over gay tissue donation ban. Somebody could have saw. What? Somebody could have lived. For the fact that they got a ban, which means people have tried it before, and somebody was like, "This, because with something on the law book, it's, it's happened so much that they was like, we got to make a law." In New Zealand, where Etevano lived, men who have sex with men are banned from donating blood or tissue for twelve months after they last had sex. Mm red cross uh it doesn't matter if the man in question used a condom nor if in this case uh he had been monogamous in a committed relationship for the past two years this is a clear case of discrimination that helps no one and harms many just not not just uh, Tevino's mother sherry and her partner daniel jacobs but the many patients who could have been saved right so now i don't get no cornea right Corey was a fit healthy young man and i thought his heart valves would have been snapped up it just doesn't make sense Mm -hmm. there are people who are suffering out there and we could have potentially helped them right 
the medical staff was also surprised jacob said he went through a number of upsetting questions while attempting to donate the tissue he said i can't see why as homosexual men need to be discriminate need to be discriminated against for what we do behind closed doors we're still humans we're no different to, to any people walking down the street i know Corey would have loved to have helped someone but some poor family has lost out yeah that and, and it's amazing the discrimination because you don't scrutinize straight people a lot of straight people have all types of sex with and without condoms a lot of straight people have stds like a lot of straight people do some of these same things y'all quote unquote regulate y'all act like the 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 test you run on the straight people all of a sudden when you run on the gay people you're gonna look up at the uh the thing and it's gonna you know all of a sudden the meter gonna be off the chain and the rainbow gonna pop up i don't understand yeah i don't understand it either um especially since it's founded on some like not safe science and right we've since come such a long way but it's mostly just stigma at this point correct correct and the thing is it's one of those things where straight people can do whatever the fuck they want to do but you can't no 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 what you can't do but like this i don't care bring the glitter on if it say i I will put your corneas in and see glitter for the rest of my life if if that means i could see yeah who's the person that doesn't want to be what they love when because because the heart was a gay person's heart you know that's that's that thing where bigotry it makes no sense and it just hurts everybody right like your heart gonna be like "Mm -mm, mm -mm." your heart is gonna be like what is that gay heart strings i'm not gonna pump i'm just trying to imagine you know the doctor coming in like we got you a new heart is it one of them gay hearts well i mean yes it did come from a homosexual man i'd rather die like get the fuck out of here and the sad part about it is that in certain situations people would rather die yeah (laughs) which is sad right they they dumb uh after tweeting about violence against her community this trans woman was brutally murdered oh now naomi hersey was a transgender woman whose friend said she was fun to be around in a real character the 36 year old was found de- with knife injuries in london area hotel on sunday march 18 she was pronounced dead at the scene 30 minutes later the victim was described on social media as a tennis lover music junkie film and tv addict in a horrific twist hersey's final post to twitter um was an article titled trans women of color face an epidemic of violence and murder uh she is a trans woman of color she was a trans woman of color Mm -hmm. one neighbor said she was a nice person we were very shocked by the whole thing she only used to go away for one night at the most and she disappeared for more for more i knew something was wrong another neighbor said naomi was a flamboyant lovely fun person i think she had problems in her life but she was well liked we're devastated to lose a friend and neighbor the 24 year old man named jesse mcdonald appeared at the magistrate's court on tuesday and was charged with her uh with hersey's murder a 17-year-old girl who cannot legally be named because she's a minor was also charged with assisting an ender. Oh, wow. Tributes have poured out uh, for Hersey on social media, many articulating anger over the lack of press co- coverage her death has received. Others complain that she has been misgendered by the press. That shit happens every time. Transmedia Watch tweeted, We're concerned by how little media attention has been paid to Naomi Hersey's murder, given how much abuse trans women of color face, and hope that London journalists reading this will pursue the story another person wrote Naomi Hersey was a black trans woman who was murdered this week and then misgendered by the press spoke to a friend of hers who said that she was one of the most caring people I've ever met and loved the color yellow um yeah um 
and then in the united states police found the body of amaya tyree uh berryman early monday morning after reports of shooting outside a motel in baton rouge louisiana berryman had suffered multiple gunshot wounds and died at the scene police are still investigating her death and there are no suspects at the time berryman is the seventh american trans woman to be killed this year at least 27 transgender americans were murdered in 2017 making it the deadliest year on record for the trans community the majority were trans women of color a group that faces a greater risk of death by hate violence than any other correct and these are just the ones that we know of because a lot of people are misgender and 2018 is seems to be ahead of that mm, wonder why mm-hmm. a gay cure doctor in toronto was just sentenced for what do you think he was sentenced to jail for care sexual abuse having sex with his male clients mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. gay cure doctor i'm gonna cure the gay also i love the gay i love it um yep uh toronto psychiatrist dr melvin iscove has been found guilty by Tyrell's medical board for sexually abusing two of his male patients oh that's yeah that's trash come on um, melvin believes homosexuality is a sexual disorder that can be overcome the gay cure doctor was describing the decision of the uh college of physicians and surgeons of ontario discipline committee as having a special interest in the treatment of patients with problems related to homosexuality the committee found he engaged in mutual masturbation and oral sex with two male patients on different occasions during therapy sessions and one had anal, and once had anal intercourse with one of them in his office now here's the thing this is not the same as just being gay because he could have gone out and had consensual sex with some man now he'd be a huge hypocrite for that obviously correct and, and still that's still very fucked up but you took it to the next level and started sexually abusing and molesting people in your care that happened to believe in this bullshit that you talked about that they wanted that that were convinced something was wrong with them and in therapy with you and you were like i'm gonna fuck these people and suck their dicks and shit i'm in a applying patient relationship so i have the authority here and under the auspices of that of your gay cure you ended up uh uh molesting people what the fuck the identities of both patients are protected now in their 40s both men who didn't know each other prior to the court proceedings came forward in recent years about incidents that took place when they were younger the allegations mostly date back to the 90s and 2000s how many more oh it's a lot more they they may never come out or just died right and who knows why you even got into this like you might have got into this lane specifically to target people to abuse uh patient a testified that one day iscov embraced him and the doctor said what are you thinking you want to do and then you may touch me if you like and the patient then touched iscov's erect penis through his pants patient b was a long-time patient who had begun seeing iscov in the late 80s at the age of 18 the pair's relationship turned sexual in 2007 and with the pair engaging in mutual masturbation or sex on a number of occasions as well as having penetrative sex the fuck was that therapy session supposed to be like right the panel believed the incidents occurred as described by the patients neither complainant described any emotional or romantic aspects of the sexual activity of dr isco and both said that at some point they thought that the sexual activity was part of the therapy and an attempt to cure them of their homosexuality by engaging in the acts rather than fantasizing about them the dis- discipline panel wrote in a decision released this week isco denied the sexual abuse allegations his license was immediately suspended at the guilty findings pending a penalty hearing uh that has yet to be uh scheduled right. never be a doctor again 
right we're very both we're both very disappointed with the result obviously said his lawyer dr isco has always denied the allegations he continues to do so and he's seriously considering an appeal okay sure you are buddy you know how these niggas be setting up a man trying to trap him right um all right let's move on um i'm looking like on time real quick all right let's move on to some happier times and some happier things um let's do some white people news guys all right um let me get you guys on the screen because i know you want to see this this is everybody's favorite part in the chat it's just full of people that see fam i miss this so much says miss smart so you know she couldn't wait to get came back just in time she could not wait to see uh white people news that's why she rushed back mm-hmm. and i don't blame her because uh it makes my day too guys is that fun um is it showing on my screen yet not yet you know it's a little delay all right you guys know how it is um we see it now there we go all right so uh everybody uh turn your headphones all the way up to the top because i know you want to get all these bars Mm-mm. and all this beautiful music and there's nothing wrong with that Oh no! this because she's playing with the backing track there's no guitar you know i feel like this don't count can what do you think she she get boo i don't want none of your percocets your percocets don't work yeah i i don't i don't i don't count that as a cover so we need to do a different one that's right guys you're getting two in one day that was that one that was trash that was you gotta have a guitar to make it official she didn't go all the way with it you know she wore a mask and she danced around but i feel like she might have been doing karaoke you know ah okay, okay like the song is in the background it's not acoustic like if you're gonna white it up if you're gonna unseason it unseason it all the way wash all the seasoning right off. you put that turkey in the sink and you wash all the seasons away okay make it as bland as you can the same sink you wash your dishes in and let your cat creep on the counter next to you <laughs> feel it coming in the air and the screams from 
thrill. It's a dangerous love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem? Tell me now. Only thing that's on my mind is who's gonna run this town tonight? It's who's gonna run this town tonight? We gonna run this town. We are, yeah, I said it. We. This is Rock Nation. Pledge your allegiance. Get your black tees on. All black, everything. Black cars, black cars, all black, everything. And our girls are black birds. Riding with they villain. Cause I get more in depth if your boy's really real enough. This is La Familia. I'll explain later. But for now, let me get back to this paper. I'm a couple bands down and I'm trying to get back. Woo! The other grip lost a flip of five stacks. Yeah, I'm talking five, comma, six, zero, dot, zero. Here we go. Back to running circles. Run you fellas, now we squared up. Hold up, life's a game, but yeah. I break the rules, so I don't care. So I keep doing my own thing, walking tall against the rain. Victories within the mile, almost there. Don't give up now. Only thing that's on my mind is who's gonna run this <laughs> down tonight. We follow the leader, so Eric B. We are microphone fiend. It's the return of the god. Uh, ain't nobody fresher. I'm in Mason, uh, Mark and Margella on the table, screaming at the other side. They jealous. They got a banquet full of props. They got a table full of fellas. Yeah. And they ain't got no cake. They should throw their hand down 'cause they, they got no fake. Yeah. My whole team got dough, so my bank head is looking like millionaire's row. That's hot fire right there. Now, that is how you unseason a song. Okay. Uh, somebody say we gonna run this Trader Joe's tonight. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's real good right we there. We gonna run this Whole Foods tonight. Okay. Come on. All right. What Donald Trump doing? The most. Vanessa. I Ch- wish he would mosting or most a ghost. Mm-hmm. Vanessa Trump discovered sexy text from aubrey o'day while donald trump jr showered this nigga got caught the same way every nigga on love and hip-hop gets caught cheating <laughs> ain't that some shit didn't lock your phone down didn't lock his phone and try to take a shower around a suspicious woman right you know you can do it where the message won't pop up right you can you know or you can turn them you know all don't even come you, you, to your phone. now i need to look at your phone because you seem to know a little too much about this i actually don't know how to do it because i would never have a reason to hide something i mean like this. i can show you put like this. i don't need you to but show me because let, i trust you let me explain why mm-hmm. i got nosy people that fuck fucking job and mm-hmm. sometimes your phone is there with a podcast on and somebody attacks and it'll be like boop, boop. i mean you can't hear because i have my phone on okay silent, rich dollars and it'll pop up and mm-hmm. i don't want everybody seeing you know stuff people sending me you know what kind of stuff is people seeing sending you that people can't see karen ain't none of their business who my friends is texting me and sometimes it'd be from you talking mm-hmm. about hey sweet ass hey sweet thing big mm-hmm. tits i don't want that people knowing that tell the truth tell the truth mm-hmm. i is telling the truth mm-hmm. uh, that's what you say i mean i can hear the phone right now mm-hmm. i just know 
that i ain't got nothing to hide so i don't I actually don't have any cheating tips audience <laughs> if y'all want to know y'all have to find a cheating podcast because i don't actually that was his ringtone that's how she knew uh why'd your text what why is that your text phone <laughs> who texted you <laughs> uh, he, 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 uh, his phone was like my neck my back my pussy and my what, what the hell is this mm-hmm. i'm just saying uh but yeah he got caught cheating and shit he had an affair so mm-hmm. and i look like his wife wanted to get divorced before he got to jail you know it john dowd resigns as trump's personal lawyer in the mueller probe and then the new people that was gonna be his lawyer said you know what he's just too good of a a person for us to be his lawyer which makes it sound like gonna buy won't be his lawyer running through lawyers like suge knight come on hr mcmaster is is out at as national security advisor he will be replaced by former u.n ambassador john bolton uh but both sides are the same john bolton you know Hillary clinton's a warhawk and mm-hmm, now we got this racist ass xenophobic warmonger in uh in a position to determine policy for everybody but that's cool roseanne bar tells jimmy kimmel to zip that zip the, that fucking lip about trump during a jimmy kimmel live interview the hacker called guccifer 2.0 who stole the democratic national committee emails during the 2006 election uh he was uncovered as a russian intelligence agency agent after he forgot to turn on his encryption no shit no shit no shit yep of course uh it, it's it's so funny because like coincidentally only the things that kept democrats from winning and made russia look the best and helped donald trump win oh the only things that leaked right but yet somehow it's a nothing burger the russia thing is nothing y'all just trying to make it she ran a bad campaign it's just everything except yeah this was an unprecedented uh amount of tampering with our election yeah he probably would have won anyway but still the tampering is real yeah because motherfuckers wanted the racist in office and you didn't have to trick them and i'm voting for racism and i'm still not 100 percent sure that he would have won anyway i'm not i'm not going out on that limb it was way too close like it, these little things quote unquote mattered yeah that's true these things like this like for that race to come down to seventy-seven thousand votes you telling me there weren't people that felt like this is in the bag um or well i'm just i don't feel comfortable voting for her because i mean they got hacked and bernie got rigged and all the and people bought into it like bernie bought into it he promoted i got the, the dnc primaries are rigged and all this shit he like there were people who actively were aided by it and aided in the bed at russia like yes the to the to the where i don't feel like donald trump would have got less votes i just feel like more people would have been like let me take my ass to the poll and make sure this crazy man don't win as opposed to you know what man fuck it uh i just don't like it's just something about her i don't like her yeah i don't know i and i guess with her being a woman less people may have felt like that but it was some people that are going to feel like that regardless because like she was what? a woman feel like what not voting for her because she was a woman regardless yeah, of all I, this other stuff that came out we agree 
we agree i'm saying it's seventy-seven thousand votes in the united states seventy-seven thousand votes in three states i think this all this shit made a difference it took a herculean effort to keep her out of office i i now that I and a lot yes, of americans yes, yes, yes. are complicit in it yes they are and a lot of americans ate that shit up um especially on the left yeah because the people on the right been out to lunch for a long time that he had he sold them when he said i don't like these niggers and spicks and blah 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 mm-hmm. so i'm not even counting those people Mm-mm. there's a lot of people on the left that have voices where they seem kind of liberal that were like you know i just think she's a war hawk and this that and the other and like this dude put john bolton it. what are you talking about like what why did you need to see this like why did you why like at this point i don't even know who the media is proving this shit to but it it definitely to me it's just more like that confirmation of i wasn't crazy nope i'm like well obviously russian hacked that shit and da 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 well you don't know and that we don't know when the hack changed and they find out like WikiLeaks is is like directly working with working with russian intelligence well we don't know you know and now you have proof and, and it's crickets out here uh trump hit china with stiff trade measures um we'll see how that comes back to haunt us at some point i'm sure come on because it always does always does and shit like this guess what they affect jobs mm-hmm. um now into the nice white people news because oh my god <sighs> let's talk about this thug Ann Hauser Bush heir, 58 years old, beats up a sixth grade boy in a school gym over dispute between the kid and his son. What? Mm-hmm. That's right, Karen. The heir to Anheuser Bush beer fortune has been accused of assaulting a sixth grade boy in a school gym. William K. Billy Bush, 58 the great-grandson of beer baron adolphus bush is charged with simple assault in the incident during a youth basketball practice in creve Corps, missouri bush bloodied the boy's nose dragged him by the front of his shirt and pinned him against the wall before the boy's father pulled him off how oh this be anheuser bush slash morrow brewing company i want to know how the fuck that father didn't fuck him up that 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 must have been a man that's a that's just like because he's not probably to sue you for for attacking him even though he put his hands yeah on but child. you don't you don't have time to think that when somebody's beating your kid up your 18 year old boy you don't have time to go well you know what he would sue me and ultimately i would no you're like get the fuck off my kid right and then i'm punching you in your fucking face what are you doing correct um maybe i don't know the bush family fortune has been estimated around 13.4 billion divided roughly among 30 family members the beer heirs lawyer has denied the allegation saying his client was merely protecting the safety of his son and others involved by whooping a child's ass sometimes you have to whoop a kid's ass so they learn here he was i'm trying this for your safety punch punch it's gonna hurt you more, it's gonna hurt me more than it hurts you punch punch the sc- shocking incident unfolded in november damn we just not hearing about it right at chaminade college preparatory school a private catholic school and a lot of this boils down to uh they probably have showed their asses before he probably has or the bush family probably has but this is one of the things that finally leaked out you know because mm-hmm. they be mistreating people and, and also let me tell you another reason because the father knew who the fuck he was was like i'm not fucking with you uh bush's son was in line during the basketball practice <clears throat> when he began to scuffle with another boy on the team over who was first according to police reports 
I just had the funniest thought. You know, all these little white kids are sorry as fuck at basketball too. You know they are fighting over this shit. Y'all supposed to be learning. None of y'all going to the NBA. Bush, who was six feet and 195 pounds, charged over, grabbed the other boy. Police said, "You fucker! What do you fucking think you're fucking doing to my fucking kid?" Bush yelled. According to the boy's statement to police, surveillance video from the school shows bush grabbing the boy once more and forcing him backwards out of the gym into the lobby at this point the boy the boy appeared to take a swing at bush in an effort to get away bush is seen pushing the boy backwards and pinning him against the wall mr bush pushed the boy into a wall at the base of the stairwell resulting in the boy hitting the back of his head against the wall at that time the boy's nose began to bleed the boy's father and a basketball coach rushed to intervene and the coach ordered bush out of the gym that's such a white reaction he would have got stomped in a black place. You, you're out of line, Buster. Get out of here. You go get. <laughs> yeah, cause yeah, and 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 that is that's true. Again, to you because they knew who he was, who his child was. You didn't get that reaction, but it's one of those things. But yeah, they want to give a fuck who you was or how much money your ass would have been whooped in. But like two parents fighting and brawling dog if a random white dude just came into a black gym and punched it everybody whooping his ass that's just the rules white people handle shit differently yeah they do what you do put him in timeout get out of here gone you you just hold on a gee darn minute you're getting you're getting a little out of hand here what do you think you're what do you think you're doing gee really gosh bob <laughs> holy smokes you let that kid go you put him down that is my son okay are you okay jeremy the boy's family were hesitant to press charges fearing the bush's stature would make him difficult to prosecute right right i guarantee right because i could see them not responding because of who he was and that's why that's probably why he didn't beat him up right Mm, he was scared that's why i was like you talking about the at a private school everybody know who they are yeah everybody know they got money it's like yeah his instinct probably would if he'd have been a regular ass parent he'd have whooped his ass but you go i'm not gonna fuck with you what i'm gonna do is go get my child fearing that bush's stature would make him too difficult to prosecute but eventually they gave the cops their blessing to pursue the case bush told police over the phone he'd seen the boy hit his son and told him to stop bullying and then became a bit angry when the 11 year old mouthed off and took a swing at him it is not bush's first encounter with the law in 1981 he bit off another man's earlobe in a bar brawl that reportedly started over accusations of cheating uh in an arm wrestling match i had to reread that that is the whitest sentence i've ever read in my life right in 1981 he bit off another man's earlobe in a bar brawl that reportedly started over accusations of cheating in an arm wrestling match this motherfucker must have just watched over the top and was like i'm about to live my sylvester Stallone life he wanted he wasn't charged when police said the other man uh when police said the other man started to fight a year later bush beat up beat an assault charge after allegedly punching a fast food worker in the throat through a drive-through window Mm-hmm. right because he's been allowed to do whatever the fuck he's wanted to do a judge found that prosecutors hadn't proved the worker was injured after anheuser bush was sold to belgium based in inbev bush uh used the uh family fortune to found his own st louis based beer company craftig he is the face of the company and often appears in commercials <laughs> he be out here whooping people ass 
kids fast food workers what is wrong with off your lobes and shit you're fucking almost 60 years old out here fucking arm wrestling as a grown man in a statement his lawyer scott rosenblum said mr bush was unfortunately confronted last november with a situation where his son was bullied actually sucker punch by a much larger middle school student directly in front of him during a school basketball practice school personnel failed to react so he did what every parent would have done in that situation the school video of the event clearly shows that mr bush did not act with any maliciousness and that his actions were directed at protecting the safety of his son and others involved i don't know this ain't got a track record of hitting the wrong people i'm not right. i don't i don't believe you you need more people the father of the boy Derek faub replied with his own lengthy statement asserting that bush's son had actually started the altercation that's why i believe i do too while mr bush may not have liked seeing his son receive a dose of his own medicine him attempt to resolve his son's conflict with another 11 year old boy let alone physically is shameful the fact is a grown man manhandled a child in response to an altercation his son initiated but could not finish you basically called his son a bitch too that's funny foul uh, said the family had no plans to file a civil suit over the incident but would cooperate with the criminal prosecution bush is next due in court 5 p.m on wednesday damn right they just won time up in court it was like now nah, we ain't no money because then then we had to deal with the fucking crazy wackos that's like you know because everybody got a hive i guarantee you he got a hive somewhere that will come after your ass mm, the bush hive you'd be amazed everybody got a fucking hive he's a good bazillionaire mm-hmm. and people want to be rich mm-hmm. um trumped up and i bet you they okay. probably uh they probably put uh mugs of beer when they come after you, you know how rihanna does the navy beyonce they put mugs of beer when they come after you yep okay all right uh, that's in- interesting analysis there karen that's why you're on the show that that you know that's why i'm here uh trumped up stormy daniels and her husband head out for drinks with friends after 22 million people tune in to hear her describe how she allegedly sexed and spanked president trump nah i wasn't in that number uh we need to go to the next section so i'm gonna go to the next section now and then we'll come right back guys okay and uh and then we'll finish the story oh, give me a second no problem yeah a lot of people watch that i didn't give a damn y'all i'm sorry i yeah it was all over my twitter timeline mm-hmm. yeah and i'm glad other people watched it and enjoyed it i didn't give a fuck yeah it just wasn't my um it's just not my thing i guess Mm-mm. you know not i'm not even trying to shame people that were interested or whatever oh, me either. i just know for me personally i there was nothing about it that interested me you know as far as i'm concerned don't i guess don't i i, I do not care until he's out of office like that that's when i'm i'm gonna show up until then nah yeah i don't know if they can impeach him off of anything it's not he even, was talking about right not even pitching pitching when he just out of office <laughs> then then we could talk until i know what you're saying i'm saying i was i'm just saying in order to get him out of office oh, yeah. either he has to be impeached or he has to um um you know for he has to be voted out so i'm saying if news doesn't sound like it's mm-hmm. hard starting an impeachment process i normally don't tune in correct and that's the same with me so too. you know i i would listen i'm not i'm not one of these head in the sand ass motherfuckers that pat themselves on the back for being not informed i do keep up with shit but right i just don't like getting involved in the minutiae shit like this because for the most part it may make people feel like he should be embarrassed but the man has no shame nope and so it's just a bunch of hopeful people hoping that this will make him look bad and his supporters don't give a fuck about this woman no 
and and i guess my thing is like like you said it's not gonna start no process and so i'm like well if we're not going there in my mind i it's a lot of energy to me and yeah I, we're I saying the same thing put my energy somewhere else yeah we're saying the same thing uh but that's why i didn't watch it as well stormy daniels had her hands up and her hair down on monday she partied with some friends at a local tex-mex joint near her dallas home the 39 year old porn star looked to be in high spirits just hours after it was revealed that a staggering 22 million viewers had turned in to hear her tune in to hear her discuss her relationship with president donald trump mm-hmm. she's about that book about to come out what book a book whatever book she about to write 22 million oh yeah she got about to it wouldn't surprise me if she cashed in on it that marks the biggest audience the program has recorded in a decade the far eclipse the number of viewers president trump got when he sat down with leslie Stahl just after he defeated hillary clinton yeah um honestly that's one of the issues with this whole thing the american populace loves trump on tv yes they do and essentially the um electorate is you know winning that is a popularity contest and uh we are dumb populace uh he could not have be seen however in the photos taken outside the restaurant wait he could not be seen oh among those joining stormy for dinner was her husband gideon crane uh he could not be seen in the photos taken outside the restaurant just before the group went off on their separate ways after the meal he's he must be ashamed i don't know what's going on stormy was dressed down for the evening simple striped dress with jean jackets and sneakers on sunday millions listened to her detail her how she allegedly spanked and sex trump back in 2006 while at a golf tournament in lake tahoe yeah it's funny man he like he wasn't he married at this time or some shit like yeah didn't didn't she she got his wife was pregnant right didn't something happen where she ended up giving the money back just so she could do the interview um i don't know if she i think she offered to give the money back i don't know if she actually did or not uh which all that means to me is the interview paid more than the the whatever the money was come on she get ready to cash that cow in daniels also said she was threatened by the man to keep silent about her alleged sexual encounter on sunday the porn star claimed that an unidentified man in las vegas told her to keep quiet about her alleged relationship with trump an incident that she said happened while she was with her young daughter she said in an interview that she had one encounter of consensual sex with the future president he knows i'm telling the truth said daniels whose legal name is stephanie clifford she did not allege however that she was coerced into the encounter with the real estate scion saying this is not a me too i was not a victim the adult film actress uh that's what's weird too because underneath all this is this weird like stigmatization of sex work and scandal Mm -hmm. as if this is like some new low but this dude has been accused of rape right like i don't understand how this is the thing that america's like maybe this will get him like he didn't Mm -hmm. get he got accused of rape multiple times and he's still president what are you what are y'all talking about this is nothing right we probably could have a video with him shoot somebody dead and he's even actually said i could shoot somebody dead and people be like okay uh so the adult film actress provided little new evidence of her alleged 2006 affair with trump but said she faced intimidation tactics aimed at ensuring her silence at 2011 she said that in that incident in a parking lot the man told her leave trump alone forget the story she claimed he then looked at her daughter and added that's a beautiful little girl be ashamed if something happened to her mom <clears throat> daniels received a hundred and thirty thousand dollar payment days for the 2016 presidential election for her silence and it sought to invalidate that agreement in recent weeks see the other thing too the other reason i don't feel that much sympathy or really towards any of these people uh a lot of these women are republicans 
they mm-hmm. voted for trump correct they didn't have a problem taking his money Mm-mm. and now that they're whistleblowing uh reneging on their their contracts that they signed with these people a few months later i'm supposed to feel something about this i don't mm-hmm. feel like she's heroic or anything me either like she seemed like a piece of shit like all you did was violate the the trust of us of this fucking piece of shit dude like it's just two pieces of shit fighting on the on on tv as far as i'm concerned correct like i don't see what's so fucking valiant about this and the obsession with her and you know it's even like a huge level of privilege for fucking 60 minutes to want to give put her on tv and for 22 million people to want to watch that shit yes all for the hopes of what it'll embarrass trump like we so we're such a stupid society we care about such stupid shit you know it's just he got a small penis <laughs> yeah well he's also in charge of the department of justice and he has a racist dude in charge of it those are the stories that bother me right you know? right because the thing is this shit easily keeps you distracted from the other shit that you actually supposed to actually need to care about right but this this kind of this i guess for me these stories feel like how he got elected yes how white people couldn't put the the, the ball of yarn down in their face of oh, look at his hair and uh, he he stuttered when he said this word and uh isn't it funny he said grab him out of pussy and shit like that and you're like dog this is a travesty you should be rec- you should recoiling hard that this is representative for your country but it's, it's more funny and entertainment and sideshow than anything else yes uh he has also stated that uh the white house of course denied it and trump said he he denied it and he said neither the trump organization or the campaign was party to the transaction with daniels who was not reimbursed for payment for the payment um and he was not reimbursed for payment so basically what they're hoping to get on him is that he spent some campaign money to pay her off and their defense is no my lawyer took it upon himself to give her $130,000 out of his personal finances unbeknownst to me that's the fucking defense so maybe there's something here that can be tied back to funding and and campaign fraud and shit but i still wonder what it would do nothing i don't i don't i don't see people impeaching him for this i don't Mm -hmm. see the republicans in office having the fucking moral and uh fortitude to do anything about it they won't there was also evidence that the non-disclosure agreement was sent by fedex to cohen as as his his trump organization office in trump tower in an interview daniels described a sexual encounter with trump that began with him talking about himself showing her an issue of a magazine with his picture on the cover he then asked does this normally work for you that that threw trump off guard she claimed going to explain and i was like uh oh she asked him does that normally work for you and i was like someone should take that magazine and spank you with it daniels then ordered trump to drop his pants and gave him a couple swats in a playful manner she said to cooper i guess anderson cooper did an interview uh she said they talked some more after that and she became more comfortable when she stopped speaking about when he stopped speaking about himself he was like wow you you are special you remind me of my daughter you know he was like you're smart and beautiful and a woman to be reckoned with and i like you and i like you he has a weird obsession with his child he didn't use a condom she said and she she didn't ask him to afterwards he asked to see her again daniel said that before they had sex trump broached the idea of her being a contestant on the apprentice and she likened it and she likened it to a business opportunity after the last trip she said she called her 
uh he called her several times and would ask if they could get together again and would claim that he had an update for her about the apprentice she said she felt that he was holding out on the opportunity to make to keep her coming back of course i mean i'm not blind but at the same time i'm maybe it'll work out you know said daniels in july 2007 a year after they had met daniel said trump asked to meet her privately at beverly hills hotel in los angeles she said they did not have sex but he wanted to Daniels reported that trump called her the following month to say they had not been able to get her a spot on this tv show and she said they never met again when asked why she decided to speak out now she said because it's very important to me to be able to defend myself she said she was not all bothered by what people thought of her but that the bigger issue was being portrayed as someone who did not tell the truth yeah you're right she's gonna get a book come on 22 million people yeah she about to write a tell-all book yeah it's more money in the truth than the law than the, the whole the secret and that's why she was like bitch you can have this money back the money i'm about to get is a fucking drop in the bucket compared to this right so i mean that nigga's a gross piece of shit but you know um queen's great granddaughter had the best weekend ever pregnant mom zara see the photos wait why did i take this off screen i don't know i'm putting it back on i know y'all need to see this um let's see uh the energetic four-year-old charmed the royal family on sunday during a playful outing at the gatcom horse trials in gloucester i don't know if i pronounced that right gloucestershire who knows um (laughs) the queen (laughs) the queen's great-granddaughter joined her mom zara tindall who is expecting her third child this summer grandmother grandmother princess anne and cousin savannah seven and philip five for a day of fun the future royal big sister led a royal game of tag in her purple purple puffy coat jeans and adorable sunglasses she is so cute and her stuffed bunnies in hand she was later seen enjoying strawberry ice cream cone Mm -hmm. there she is Mia is known for stealing the show, getting cuddles and kisses from Zara's cousin Prince Harry at polo events, and happily displaying great grandmother Queen Elizabeth II's purse during official photo shoots. Zara announced her pregnancy in January. The royal baby will be Zara's second child with her husband and rugby star Mike Tindall. The happy news comes after Zara reveals she suffered a miscarriage just days before Christmas in December 2016. Mia was there to help her parents during the difficult time following Zara's miscarriage last year the saving grace for us has been mia our daughter who is now three however however down uh we feel she will come running up in our faces when i was playing i hardly saw her now we can see her grow up i can uh take her swimming i can take her to ninja tots you never you, you'll never be able to see her there because she disappears in a puff of smoke Zara's new addition will be joining a growing group of royal cousins. Prince William and Kate Middleton are expecting their third child in April, joining siblings Prince George and Princess Charlotte, who are four and two. <sighs> now that's some good white people news right there. That's some great white people news. That hit the spot. Yeah, it did. Woo! That was that felt good. Okay. Um, matter of fact, let's keep it going, guys. All right. Grace Kelly's granddaughter, Charlotte. Kasiragi mm-hmm. announced her engagement to producer Dimitri Rassum at Monaco's Rose Ball and her mother Princess Caroline can't hide her delight she was delighted y'all you know how they get you know, I don't gotta tell y'all you know how Caroline get 
well she be delighted she delight her ass off uh grace kelly's glamorous granddaughter formally announced her engagement to film producer boyfriend as she joined monaco's high society at a charity ball last night mm, not the charity ball mm, that's always a good time apparently so charlotte kasaragi 31 daughter of princess caroline of hanover looks set to tie the knot with the dashing dimitri rossum 36 after a whirlwind year-long romance uh the couple looked the picture of happiness as they arrived in, the, in the, for the annual rose ball in monte carlo with charlotte debuting the glitter glittering diamond on her ring hand what's up with this dress i don't know that is that is a wild design right there that is it's like it's made of fur it's uh feathers or something at the top it hmm. is interesting uh, i like actually mm-hmm. um caroline 61 who was married to prince ernst august of hanover looked delighted by the news beaming as she arrived for the black tie event with fashion designer carl lagerfield she looking like a feather duster right <laughs> she does mm. charlotte's brother pierre casaragi 30 and her half sister princess alexandra of hanover 18 also attended um you know what that's good yes it is i'm glad that uh people are getting engaged and uh you know because she was getting up there 31 that's old you know i'm glad she found her 36 year old man and after a year they said you know what i need to tie this thing down the engagement comes just a week after charlotte's stepbrother prince christian of hanover tied the knot with his fashion designer fiance alessandra de osma in an extravagant two-day wedding in her native peru two-day wedding what is we doing look man Oh, ain't no party like a wet like a royal wedding party Karen. i'm trying to tell you okay you gotta take a couple days okay part one for you and the guest it's like every hip-hop video in the 90s to be continued to be continued but the royal family returned to monaco in time for the road ball one of the highlights of the nation's social calendar the event which was in its 64th year benefits the prince's grace foundation named after the late actress and royal yep so it's good that's good for them man mm-hmm. they were just practically beaming at the whole event <sighs> yeah yep that's beautiful this is good white paper news that's what i'm trying to find you know that stormy one got us a little off track i know right stephen king baked his loaf of this loaf of bread and someone kept it for 33 years what mm-hmm gerald did that try to auction it off gerald winters owner of gerald winters uh and Sun bookstore in downtown bangor often deals in the ultra rare ultra stage as a purveyor of rare books as specializing in the works of stephen king well that seems like a perfectly reasonable thing for a bookstore owner to do yes well that's not weird at all he can add collector of rare breads to his inventory this week after acquiring on wednesday a loaf of bread baked by stephen king as part of a charity baked good auction held by bangor ymca in 1985 okay now see that that bread is a rock 
yeah the bread tightly wrapped in plastic and tied up with a green ribbon comes with a typewritten card with a recipe on it it is a traditional homestyle yeast bread made with milk sugar and shortening probably not too different from what your grandma used to make yes that's my recipe and my bread king told the bdn not sure i'd eat it now though <laughs> of course the master of heart winters acquired the bread through a long time client i want to eat that bread that bread came from here that bread might pop out and eat your eat your brains and some shit i'm good winters acquired the bread through a long time client a local woman who bought the bread at an auction 33 years ago she came in on wednesday to sell him a few books and added in the frozen loaf as a bonus she bought it at an auction and put it straight in the freezer and kept it there for 33 years until two days ago the power never turned out nothing huh at the winners said winners it it really is the oddest thing i ever gotten in terms of king stuff i don't even know how to advertise it i don't even know if i put it on sale how do you put a price on something like that nigga you put it in the trash winner said the client also purchased at the auction a pan of maple almond brownies baked by tabitha king the brownies were immediately eaten back in 1985 though she kept the recipe card and brought that to winners as well what was that what does that say about uh stephen king's bread then uh also like did it kill you like do you know you're giving your bread to the woman from misery when you do it or does you just find out 33 years later that she kept the bread and didn't eat it i, I don't know what is happening here you open up that breeze of bread that bread is gonna just i can't it's just gonna jump out and attack you it ain't got no other choice i just hope that he didn't take a shit in her house because she probably kept that um winner said that the client also purchased okay i mean it was frozen fresh but i don't know i don't know any chefs who could tell me if something is still edible after 33 years said winners no it is not no it is not bread could go bad within a few days if it gets one month if it gets mold no the recipe cards do have value however winners share with us both stephen's king's recipe uh bread recipe and tabitha king's brownie recipe and want to make them for yourselves the instructions are below uh two envelopes of dry yeast two tablespoons of sugar three-fourths cup of warm not hot water one tablespoon of salt two cups of lukewarm milk scald and cool approximately eight cups of all-purpose flour and three tablespoons of shortening that hmm i noticed a distinct lack of like a spice right i was reading that like hmm that's how we know that it's it's real that it really is uh the the blended is bread uh now we know it's authentic uh all right guys we gotta start wrapping up i gotta get out of here gotta figure out what i'm gonna eat before uh fucking uh black lightning's back i know right um although i'm thinking about inventing a new online internet craze called the lila challenge it's where you film yourself talking to somebody that ain't there and just see what happens i already did one for nina in the project fandom group so. oh, i need to go look at it all right let's see what happened <clears throat> uh do you want to die today alleged sword attack latest chapter in a neighbor's feud 
staten island oh, new york okay do you uh you, you asking or like did the person was like hey i'm let you know do you want to die because I, I i can answer that question you're like i can help you die yeah, it's probably rhetorical <laughs> an alleged air gun attack a chokehold and a lawsuit and now swordplay the hatfield and mccoy's had nothing on these feud in port richmond neighbors and the latest turn in a series of nasty disputes between a nicholas avenue resident and his next door neighbors michael cod was arraigned monday on assault and weapons charges for allegedly cutting joseph mancuso with a sword on sunday the alleged attack stemming from a long-standing property line quarrel hmm. see that's why i rent according to a criminal complaint and police cod 63 approach you don't got no problems but you know we just, just just get a townhouse ain't no property lines cod 63 approach mancuso 51 at 11:22 a.m while the victim was working in his backyard hey joe do you want to die today the complaint quotes the six foot tall 280 foot pound defendant as saying cod tried to strike mancuso in the chest with the sword but mancuso blocked his chest with his left hand and the sword cut him said the complaint mancuso suffered a hand laceration and was taken to the richmond university medical center in west brighton for treatment cod was charged with felony and misdemeanor counts of assault and criminal weapon possession along with misdemeanor menacing and a lesser account of harassment he posted a seventy five hundred dollars bond and said yan katz nelson his lawyer uh oh that's who said that okay kai's next court date is friday <clears throat> there's more in this case than meets the eye said the lawyer my office is still doing an investigation to find out what happened okay at kai's arraignment cat nelson said the client had called police to his house on saturday after mancuso entered his property in violation of an order of protection matthew said santamaro and mancuso who's mancuso's lawyer said the cops were called but no one was arrested cod and mancuso have been at odds for a while mancuso has a case pending in criminal court in which cod alleges mancuso shot multiple pellets from the second floor of his home into oh. cod's ford f-250 pickup truck at about 6 p.m on january 3rd last year pellets oh these motherfuckers what? this sound like some shit from home alone yeah the vehicle was parked in front of mancuso's residence said a criminal complaint the blast didn't and scratched the pickup and also chipped paint the complaint said mancuso allowed cops to search his home and they found two black air guns said the complaint he was charged with two misdemeanor counts of criminal weapon possession and one count of misdemeanor criminal mischief don't believe my client did what he's accused of doing said his lawyer he fully intended to defend himself in in both actions Mm. yeah okay Mm -hmm. um cod hasn't been getting along much better with another neighbor in may ricardo benedict sued cod alleging that cod had tried to choke him and threw him to the ground january 7 2017 jesus the civil complaint what's happening here right staten allen home of the wu-tang i mean a lot of news breaking out of staten allen because look you read some other articles they like kind of racist from you know yeah they are racist okay like a lot a lot i you know i ain't want stereotype a lot of articles Mm -hmm. be like they walked outside and called somebody nigga staten allen i'm like what the fuck is happening yep um so i don't know man um you gotta watch out mm-hmm. uh all right guys be careful with your neighbors that got swords and your property peace all right be safe stay out there stay off of their land uh all right until next time i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.